XYZ. What it do? I want to welcome everyone here to the Lauren Hour podcast. My girl frozen. My girl frozen. She in mid thought. She's <laughs> Lord. She gonna kill me. <laughs> oh boy. Well, hello. So well, about our guest. <laughs> she gonna kill me. Okay, guys. So wait for she to get back in. Hey. She is back. Hi. She is back and she is we ready. Missed okay. you. I am stressed. Like AT&T need to stop offering internet services out altogether. I agree. Shit. I agree. I think I'm right. If they money. offered it to you at a lower price, you got no. what you paid for. And it. I'm like, ooh, let me save some money. No, let me just right. go nah. Like, I'm sorry, Xfinity. I'm back. Like, what? Mm-hmm. You use you use duct tape and bubble gum for your network? Sign me up. You know, that's no, this, that's here not good. Go. Here it's ridiculous. It's trifling. Trifling. It but I'm here. I'm good. I'm okay. Okay, guys. Well, let's act like we got this today. We have a guest doing so guys, I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. We have a very, very special guest, someone who is near and dear to my heart, Mr. Art Daddy. Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Yes, yes. Um, I am Tor. I go by Art Daddy. Um, I go by Art Daddy because that is basically exactly who and what I am. I am the father of three. Um, I've been doing art just about forever, my entire life. But um, I teach art, live art, art is life. That's me. That is <laughs> so, amazing. That is amazing. Gorgeous. Yes. So you guys all know uh, my beautiful, handsome co-host, Mr. Clean himself, Mr. Audacity. Be there. <laughs> This is all my imaginary hair, y'all. What I think it's, I got. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all there. It's just in, in, in another in another uh universe. But well, hey guys, Bivaz here and uh coming at you from Philly PA, as you know, here to enjoy some uh nice little interview process that we have with Art Daddy. Oh yeah. And we're going to make sure that we tackle all the issues. <laughs> I knew you was gonna. You know what? You get on my nerves. And then we have. Oh yeah. Um, we have my girl Miss Jazz over here. She is currently aggravated. We're gonna call her it's aggravated terrible. woman. That's him. <laughs> but I'm about to roll a blunt. No, that's not be right. She is. Listen, she ready to roll the blunt. We haven't even got into the topic today. Not so yet. today's topic, guys, it is Mary Jane. Oh, that thing. Huh. My favorite pastime and current know. time and present time and after time and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to give you guys some really funny stories. I can't wait to dig into this. So uh, today's episode, we're getting into Mary Jane eating edibles, edibles versus smoking um, marijuana. Um, I am not a smoker, so I'm definitely not into that. So, but before we really dig into our topic today. I want to go ahead and um, interview Mr. Art Daddy. So backstage, uh, Bevaz has some questions that he wanted to ask him. Go ahead, Bevaz, and finish asking your yep. questions. Yes, uh, initially asking you what was uh, like your your 
profession and you, how long you've been doing. And your your answer was really interesting. So uh, what was that again? Um, I said forever. I've been doing art my entire life. <laughs> um, and I've just made a business, uh, a profession out of it. Um, mm -hmm. Just professionally a year ago. Um, it's been licensed and going um, okay. and elevating. It's successfully hit 27 states so far um, and still climbing um, within that year. But I've been producing art um, for a very long time, very long time. Wow. All types of mediums. That's, that's real interesting. Um, so what is this business that you run called? Art Daddy. <laughs> that is it is you the, so your art daddy persona is that do you do any streaming on that do you like do art um, twitch honestly no i i have not got into streaming yet um i am very very um kind of like behind the curtain love to work but um um, I'm not usually on camera, so this this oh, is huge for me. This is huge. One, right? <laughs> well, um, we appreciate you, you for coming on because I know that is very huge for you. Um, I, thank you. One one before you get into your interview grilling process, I'm gonna uh, okay. extend a a offer to you. Um, if you need help getting yourself set up, if you want to do something like that, I have a connect who does it. Um, he's affiliated. He's got like. 50,000 subscribers. He makes a lot of cash just sitting there for eight hours just painting. And his paintings are like realistic uh, <laughs> imaging of like anime. So he takes like Seven Deadly Sins, Bleach, Grand Cross. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. So he puts all of those in like a real life face and it's really interesting. Oh, wow. That is amazing. Yes. Yeah, so definitely, um, I'm going to make sure you guys exchange information so that you can um, connect with his friend and, you know, see where it goes from there. So the question that I actually have for you, since you said that you kind of made this your business, what pushed mm -hmm. you to go ahead and take a skill set that you had and create a business? What was your drive behind that? Um, Honestly, it was my kids. It was my kids. Mm -hmm. uh, it short story or long story short uh, a few years ago um i just started painting about four or five years ago i've been drawing my entire life so i've been creating art creating art on different types of mediums but i just started painting about four or five years ago um and then when i got into it a few years ago um one day i was super super broke just down down and out um waiting check you know check the check working a regular job um, and I was trying to get a pizza for my daughter. I could not actually afford to grab the pizza right then and there. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw something together. And I just jumped on the canvas and was like, you know what? I just want to see if I can do this quick. And from that day on, it's literally elevated. And I got kind of addicted to it. I got her pizza. And you know what I'm saying? It was just like, oh, my God. I was like, I can't believe this. It was literally like I, I should have been doing this. So, I mean, and that happened a few years ago. And since then, it's, it's been nonstop. So, wow. Wow. wow, that is amazing. So um, to my fans out there listening and to anyone out there listening who has a particular skill set, um, you heard what Mr. Art Daddy said. He said that he was struggling and he realized he couldn't buy his daughter a pizza. So he took that skill set. <laughs> it was all, hey, listen, it doesn't matter <laughs> the motivation behind it. You were motivated right. to get her that pizza. 
So you yeah. took that skill set that you had and you turned it into an income. So right. that in itself should encourage anyone to take your skill set and make it your business to earn you some money. That is amazing because I know that you're young and I, I'm not going to guesstimate your age because I don't know. I, don't. I apologize. Ooh, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Okay, guess go ahead. Guess me. You say young. I'm going to say <laughs> he's still got a baby face. So I'm nope. going to say. Oh, I was going to say between like 23 and 27. I'm leaning more toward like 25. Nope. going to shock you off. He's much Thank older than that. Thank you. Much older than that. If you father of three, <laughs> think about that. He's okay, a father, you father of three. father of three at 25? No, and you're going way too fast. So father of three probably went to yes. get an education beforehand before he, he started having kids, got married later in life. So he's probably 33. Uh, close, close. <laughs> in between, I'm actually 30. I'm at exactly 30. So, yeah. <laughs> Torres, you, you're only three years um, younger than me. My goodness. Yes, I'm young. Look at me. Got I'm married late in, in life. <laughs> probably met his spouse in college. That kind of stuff, uh, you know. I don't believe he's 30. I think he's lying. I'm sorry. Oh, he's, he's not lying. He's yeah. not lying. Let me tell you. He definitely he's definitely What I mean, that between he's 60, you're going to look like you're 40. So I guess that's yeah, all. But you know what? His Thank family, his family has very good genes. So good genes right now. Unless you're smoking what? it. So they got good genes. What are you guys wearing? Levi's or Wranglers? You uh, know what I'm saying, Brandon. Don't start with my grandma now. He's a dad. He gets the jokes. <laughs> You know, black men, we don't be wearing no, I'm not saying, but black men don't wear no Wranglers. You don't go to Texas. Definitely often. don't. You have not. Now, been I don't Texas. go to Texas often. I don't know about those black Just men. So you know, Texas. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> a black down there. So let's, <laughs> so I have a little bit more questions for Torrance. So Torrance, I was scrolling your um, Art Daddy page and I mm -hmm. see that you do a lot of paint and sits. And you do facial paintings for children and stuff like that. Now, if someone wanted to book you, how can they book you? Um, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all of them. Um, just look up directly Art Daddy. Art Daddy. Um, branding. It soon will be, it is branded. It soon will be trademarked. Um, but when you search at Ooh, Art Daddy, it's almost impossible word. to miss. <laughs> right. Um, but definitely uh, Facebook.com, Facebook.com slash Art Daddy home decor um snapchat is uh, art daddy snap twitter is art daddy instagram is art underscore zaddy with a z a zaddy <laughs> but uh that's that's all my contact info um simply okay, find me on all that, social networks that in, art daddy. put that all very, in the very very yeah can you type that in can you type that or no yeah production production okay so that right there the fact that you have a gift that you're willing to share with everybody is really awesome i i like looking at art as far as like interpreting it mm -hmm. looking going to uh museums i'm in philly so there's an art museum the yeah. one the franklin art institute over there and also the museum of art in uh right where the steps that uh rocky ran up it's just regular art. right right okay it's really good and i might one of the things i've done if you get a chance to do it definitely got to do it though you need to go to the louvre 
in Paris. All right. Okay. You need to go there and you need to look at Monet. They have a whole floor dedicated to Monet. And those those are some awe-inspiring paintings right there. Oh, that is amazing. Um, I love art museums. So I have a few of uh, Art Daddy's paintings, and I'm going to pull them up. And you tell us a little bit about some of the paintings that you did. Um, I'm not in you your face. Get out of my name. Wait, what? Well, that was for another segment, guys. That was for another segment, but listen. We're, 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 Mind your business. <laughs> we got something coming. <laughs> Here we go. There it is. Yes, yes. So I really, I went to your page and I seen you painting this, and I was just looking at this and I thought this was so dope. Do you remember what you were thinking when you were painting this? Um, honestly, it was a mix of emotions, and I think that's why it came out like that. Um, I'd use a lot of different mediums painting that. Um, mm -hmm. It was like watercolor, and then I got into acrylic. I used some spray paint. Um, if you if you look close, it's actually three like D flowers, and um, I started using charcoal. I don't know. I was just I had a lot in my on my mind at the time. <laughs> I can't say what was what. Uh, the kids could have been stressing me, of course. So I have three. Uh, my youngest is one. Mm -hmm. uh, my oldest is ten. So yeah, you do math there. And they, they normally have friends here and, and 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 whatever else. But there's no telling what was going on in my mind. I was just that's that's how I kind of get my emotion out. I'm not big of a talker, so drawing is it for me. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, and I love that you said that your kids have most of their friends at your house um, a lot. And that speaks volumes to you as a father. I think that is yeah. so amazing that you are, I know you personally, <laughs> um, but he's very hands-on with his children and um, uh, his uh, fiance. Oh, lovely, lovely lady. And I only met her, I think, once. And that was via chat. And I think you guys are so cute together. And I'm like, well, look at this family. This creative family. And I'm looking at your, like, art studio in the background and how you have everything positioned on the wall. That is so nice. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank let me go you. Thank <laughs> you. Let me go to this next picture. So this one right here, this one, I felt like it was me. So I love this because how you have it set up outside and it's just like, it says Zen to me. It makes me feel free. It makes my, my spirit feel free. And this put me in the mood to create some stuff right here. What was you thinking when you created this? Um, or what was the emotion behind it? Honestly, I captured. It was more of, of I needed um, something about that piece also, it goes in the dark. I never even put it out there. So you wouldn't even have known until you owned it, but it actually glows in the dark. Um, so it was painted with like glow, glow paints at the time. I just, I really wanted to do something. Um, I don't know. I can't really say what my mind was, but it was just like a- Something else. Kind of like on edge, but yeah. I needed to kind of, you know what I mean? Kind of like grass attention, but at the same time, um, and I think I always use bright colors. I love using uh, bright and vibrant colors. That's, that's a lot of my style. Um, Speaks to your spirit. So it's yeah, I, I think that's why, I, I, that's how that got produced. Wow. There's no other way to explain it. I love that. That is so beautiful. It's Man, you don't want to know what color my spirit is. <laughs> Here you go. It's what like color is your void. spirit, The color is void, son. 
<laughs> and because we gonna be talking about Mary Jane today, I thought just picking this this one right here, this photo that you did on your page was right because I love this. It's like <laughs> it feels like this is how you would feel. For me, I would feel this way. Like if I did an edible or something, I'd be seeing rainbows and unicorns right. talking to me. So <laughs> this definitely, this definitely popped to me, and I was just like, "Yes, I love that." Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like I'm floating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm happy you uh, you like that. <laughs> I uh, I like the collar contrast that you put the green with yes. the purple. Is that supposed to be purple haze on the right? Um, yes, yes, it is. It is okay. not. That's like right. the that's like the that weed song. they be talking about in that song. Yep, purple hills. Purple hills. Purple. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow, Brandon, you caught on to that because my slow behind did not. Well, one is probably the medicinal side, which is the standard, and then you got the other one that's purple haze, which is the one that can really mess you up. <laughs> I don't, I don't mess with it, but I researched. Wow. <laughs> okay, because I ain't never messed with no purple nothing. No purple nurples is it called a purple nipple? Purple nope, nope. I don't know, something I heard someone telling me to try, and I was like, if it's purple, I ain't doing it. But, anyways, uh, if anyone seen anything that they like on his page, I'm pretty sure most of it is up for sale. And do you do any other things like, uh, as far as like customizing tennis shoes, t shirts? Yes, yes. Um, I appreciate you. Um, when I say I, I do art on just about anything, um, my motto or my motto is actually, uh, I'll put my paint on anything. So from anything to your purse, your shoes, um, your hats, um, I have things all over the room. I do uh, rolling trays. Um, so of course, you know, the trays, the topic tonight is, you know, smoking. Um, I do, I, I got like, oh, yep, I got one right here. here. Oh, there you go. Yeah, oh, let's, you <laughs> can shut this one off too. Shut this one off too. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I always got, always have uh, one, two oh, around. Um, I mean, I customize them like down to the teeth to, to anything. Um, we do a lot. I do a whole lot. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of accessories, clothing, of course, teaching paint and uh, doing face paint parties has been um, the real big thing as far as lately. Um, with the season change. So um, if you needed uh, somebody as far as a uh, face painting, and then as far as uh, the events we've been doing, we've been putting on uh, basically sipping paints and puffing paints. Um, and that's where that kind of gets into it. And that's uh, me teaching you how to paint and just setting up the vibe for you. So you guys hear that, ladies, <laughs> ladies. Ladies, now you know we all love to sip some wine. Like, <laughs> listen, Book Torrance, aka Art Daddy or Art Daddy. If you guys are oh, yeah. local in Akron, Youngstown, Cleveland, any surrounding areas, yes. please contact him. Um, his uh, we're going to put his info at the end of the podcast, but please make sure you guys contact him. If you guys want to host something in your home, maybe, maybe do you do home hosting? Yes. Yes. Um, I actually, uh, on my card, it says I'm a traveling, uh, traveling host and artist, of course. Um, so I will come to your home, come to your business, um, come to your work. If you want to have a work party, whatever it may be. 
Um, and the fees are very affordable. So I know usually getting a, a live artist or an artist nowadays, um, you know, can be, you know, Excuses. breaking yeah. it to your pockets. Yeah. But I think that's kind of why I got like so hooked into what I'm doing. I found out like, yes, I can make money, but I'm also not overcharging. And I want to make sure that everything is affordable. You know what I'm saying? Because you want people um, to be able to experience what you exactly, have to offer. Exactly. And I also wish that somebody kind of would have gave the same, like to me, if I was younger, you know, when I was little, I wish I would have had a face painter there or somebody who yes. was selling, you know, face paint kits for very cheap. So I'm just actually trying to provide exactly what I wish, you know, was given. So. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So, yeah. And I, I love what you said that you wish someone would give you that opportunity because back in the day, I don't remember seeing um, a lot of people who would come to your house and paint your face. Um, it was always at carnivals or something. Yep. And I know when I threw birthday parties, it was like always so hard to find someone who can come to your house and, you know, do kids face up. And I think that is so amazing. Like your skill set is precise. And um, not only is it just precise, but it is, it is, it's, it's just amazing. Like the trade that you just showed, that looked like that came out of production. Yeah, that was, nice. that was very thank well detailed. You, thank you. Thank you. It was. Thank yeah, you. so that's not even done yet. It's almost there. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh no, no problem. Seriously. You're welcome. You're welcome. So we're not gonna <clears throat> grill on you too much. <clears throat> we're actually gonna get into the topic today. So Jazz, this is for you, love. This is for you. this is for you, girly. Connoisseur. This is for you. So I wanted to get into the topic of Mary Jane because I was having a conversation um, with a teen and um, I had took my my children to a party. And so I roll up to the party and I see everyone's rolling up, right? Like these kids are rolling up. So it was a house party when the parents were, they had like an in-ground pool um, in the neighborhood. So they're charging like 10 bucks for the kids to come over and mm -hmm. um, have food and all this stuff. And I see all these kids rolling up and I'm just like, Son, I don't think I want you here. I don't think I want you here. And he looks at me, he's like, Mom, everybody smokes. Everyone smokes. And I'm just like, you know what? If my son is going to be at a party like this, I'd rather him do edibles. I'd rather him do edibles than smoke some weed. You know why? Because I, I remember the first time I smoked weed, I passed out. I passed out. So that's what I was thinking. So this is why I wanted to um, kind of get on this episode. But I have a mirror Joanna professional. Her name is uh, Mary Jane. Miss Mary Jane, Miss Mary Jane, I have some questions for you. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? So, you want to see what I got though? Yes, let's see what you got. Let's see. Lord, <laughs> keep me by the perk, by the pound. So as you all can see, Jazz must be the smoker. I know. I ain't going to say must be. I know she's the smoker. So Jazz, so obviously for you, you rather smoke than do edibles. Is there a reason why you chose to smoke versus eating an edible? Well, um, the first time that I even got an edible, it was a girl that I was working with. And she's like, hey, you know, it was a square. It was like a little, little lemon square. And she's like, oh, you know. It won't be bad, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay. So I eat two of them. And I'm just like, all right. And then it's like, that's when like the high kicks in. And I'm just like, <laughs> like I was stuck. And it's like, it don't matter what I did. Like I splashed water on my face. I fell asleep. Face. 
And I was like, literally, I was still hot. And it was just like, <laughs> it was too much. I don't know if it was maybe like too much of the weed butter or whatever she put in there, but whatever it was, it was just, it was too much for me. So, okay. Yeah. So I guess my next question would be, will you get higher if you hold the hit longer? You like, you know, like when, okay. So when I used to, <clears throat> when I used to experiment with that Mary Jane back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, day, my cousins would tell me to kind of hold it. Cause I'd be like this. I'd be like smoking like, <sighs> and so my, <laughs> right. So my cousin took the blunt from me. He's like, man, what are you doing? Stop playing. That's not how you smoke. Why are you sitting there smoking like a white woman? I'm looking at him like, sir, what? what I'm trying here. And so they, they have me holding in. So like they have their hands over my mouth and like, I'm trying, I'm like, I'm trying to survive. Cause I feel like I was dying. Like, does it really get you higher if you hold the smoke in? So, like, you're also like, and then. I mean, yeah. It's like more like, I say the more you cough, like, the higher you get. So, but that's just me. So, what is it? So, what does it do? Like, when you cough, like, it's getting through your system, like, quicker? Or what's the deal with that? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, I, I, I guess you can say. I guess you can say that. It's like, I mean, when you cough, it's like it's in your lungs, you know, like it's. Okay. So, Miss um, <clears throat> Mary Jane, hmm. professional, um, hmm. what's your smoking technique? Like, how do you, like, how do you do? Like, what do, what do you do? You you cut down your own, what's it called? The, the, um, the cigars. Yeah. The cigars. And then. Yeah. yeah and I got a whole, I got a whole little setup. I have my weed. I got my little. Grinder. There you go. Hey. What? Lord, if we come with accessories now, yeah. I ain't gotta worry about you know scissors. We be cutting the scissors up, be mad if you picking out sticks and stones. Like none of that, none of that. So I had that concrete you know, weed. What the? Do my own setup, a Roman weed. You know, like sometimes so I don't feel like doing it. You know, my husband to do it, but. For the most part. Oh, Eric's a professional you know. weed roller. Too. Oh yeah, he, oh yeah, that's my smoking buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Brandon, and then Burby, I'm gonna ask you a question. Brandon, have you ever experimented with marijuana, Miss Mary Jane? Yep, I can count on my hands. Uh, unfortunately, I lost count a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, there was one story I could tell you. One story. That oh, I got a story my, too. My cousin had it's always uh, the damn cousins yeah he was the pothead right and then he's like i was telling him i was doing some work with his um mom's um family friend he was doing a cement work so i was doing cement work with him and i was like yeah he's paying me for the day and i had some cash he's like oh word yo give me 20 of that and i'll <laughs> give you something i was like really he's like yeah so i gave it to him and then he came back later that night and we he he gave me a bowl we did a bowl. We did two. Uh, Wait, a bowl? Wait, hold on. You bowl. <laughs> bowl. Oh, wait a minute. You lost it. That's all my story. I'm thinking a bowl. bowl. Like, wait, $20 got you a bowl? And he did two rolls of a, a Puerto Rican weed? He did two rolls of a joint, and then he did one L, right? So I was done after the bowl, the second hit. It was to the point where I was hearing an orchestra band in my ears. And I just paused and I said, wait, do you hear that shit? And he's like, what? I was like, there's a there's orchestra playing in my in my head. And then we were listening to Nine Inch Nails. Into oh my the goodness. Void. I know you was tripping. 
Yeah, well, we were listening to it, and it was the one that starts with like a xylophone. And I'm uh-huh. there, and we're blank, and we're like going like this. I was like, yo, this song's lasting forever. <laughs> it felt like the song was like 30 minutes long. So yeah, that was my out there trip that to the point where I got sick and I vomited my ass off because I wanted it. I wanted to eat uh twink and uh, not twinkies, ho hos. Oh Lord! Oh, daddy, I got What do you prefer, edibles or rolling? If you smoke or do edibles or anything? Um. Yes, definitely. Uh, the the good old greenery. No edibles for me. Uh, edibles is is different. It's like a I don't know. It's a different kind of high. It is. It's like an out of body high, kind of sort of. I guess yeah, that's what yeah. It is. yeah, it's like an out of body. Um, but no, I, I can smoke and, and function just well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't have no crazy, no crazy stories. Uh, as, as, as far as advice, um, if you're stressing or, or mad or, or something negative, if it ain't nothing that's going you know, cause you lose your job, don't hit a little, hit a little, you know. So, okay, I'm not even gonna lie. So, I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of a story. It's story time. So, listen, back in the day when I was like maybe 19, 20, I have never, I've never been like the druggie. Um, not even gonna say druggie, like the person who experimented too much. I was more of the clubber and a drinker. So, my cousin one day was like, um, I was skipping school. My cousin came and came and got like me and my sister. We skipping school. He's like, he rolled a blunt. He's like, hey, try this. And I was like, all right, cool. Cause I'm like, man, we're rolling my cutty. He got the system in the car. He got his rims on. We thinking we just doing it. Roll the blunt, man. He passed it to me. I'm high and I'm just in the backseat stuck. I got the windows down like on my face like this, like, why won't this go away? Like, I I just, I felt like I couldn't hear. Like, it felt like I was concentrating too hard. And I swear, like, one moment I couldn't hear. The next moment I thought I was Superman because I could hear everything. And I'm sitting there like this. <laughs> Listen to birds chirp. <laughs> like, them bitches talking about me. What? Were you chirping what? back, Smokey? <laughs> and then I was mad because we had to go back to school. My sister got caught, though, because the principal, like, we, we sneaking back in. The principal catch her at the door, and I'm like, "Girl, you move too slow." So I'm like, "I'm like moving fast past him." I'm in class. I'm up there scared, staring at the blackboard, like, "My teacher, like, are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm just trying to figure out why are we trying to learn our ABCs and we in the tenth grade." Like, <laughs> you know? Oh no! Really bad, really bad. So that was that was like the 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 weed, like the green. Now I tried. Um, don't be judging me now. I tried edibles. The place I wanted to take you be when you were here, the Blue Flower. Oh, I yeah. went there and I bought some edibles. I was stressed. Like you said, when you're super stressed, sometimes you need that, like just to take the edge off. So I was like, hell, I don't smoke. So I went there and I got some candy and Lord, it wasn't working. And I'm like, why don't this work? Let me let me just take a couple of more because I'm thinking like. Uh, no. Because I smoked weed before and I feel it instantly. And I'm like, why am I feeling this? I was laid in the bed, stuck and praying and asking God to help me. Because I can't move. <laughs> I was laying like, I was stiff like a corpse. I was in my bed. And I was like, everyone was talking to me. It was like everybody was moving in slow motion. I was hearing. I thought I was 
my husband's probably gonna laugh. I told him I felt like I was living in the third dimension, but I'm not even gonna lie, I swear to goodness. When I was on those edibles, I was able to see everything that was wrong with me in that moment. And I was able to take and trans trans like uh Lord. <laughs> Ooh, I had a I had a feeling like that too. That's when I did acid though. That's the story for it. That's what my best friend used to be on some shit back in the day girl yeah now listen listen anyways i was able to i marijuana helped me to see my flaws and to help me create a better version of me and i swear to goodness i'm not lying like on those edibles like you be sitting there you be like i could do math like i seen the numbers like i was like this doing math like one plus one is two Damn, bitch. But if you switch the one around this way, it still equals two. Like, <laughs> well, that's some philosophical shit. My husband took those gummies and tossed them out. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> You could do it with two plus two. <laughs> what? I was <laughs> no, my head. Man, I was telling him, I was like, listen, when you high, you on a different dimension. I swear to goodness, like I was in a different dimension. I'm not lying. Like he was looking at me like I was crazy. And I'm telling him, like. The edibles I had, like I walked into that shop and it's like, well, maybe you should try this lower dosage. I was like, girl, I'm a G. I used to smoke weed before. I did weed before. She was like, but these are different. I'm like, okay, bitch, you ain't tell me they were dangerous. <laughs> like, yes, I was playing with my life that night. If it, if it, if I got a story. That good, right? It gets you to a point where you're asking dumb questions, not even answering them like you were. Like you ask them like, man, 7-Eleven be open all the time. Like, yeah. I think I locks. But, and you just like, what? But wait, why do 7-Eleven have the eleven? Locks why do 7-Eleven? Because 7 plus 11 is 17. It's not it's 24 18, hours. 18 like, years. I, was thinking, I was thinking stuff like that. Wait. So. <laughs> I think you got contact high from this conversation. <laughs> so let me tell y'all my story. Okay, so when Jazz first started smoking weed, it wasn't, I wasn't rolling blunts. So you was rolling friends, blunts? No. My friends that lived in Warren, they didn't do none of that. They were smoking out of bongs and yeah, water bongs. And mm-hmm. no, like the all the big boys. Yeah. Yeah, like the big, the big boys. So I was with my friend and she was with her boyfriend who the both of them smoked weed. At the time, I didn't smoke at all. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh no, no, no. So they're like, go ahead. Here I was being you, like, oh, I'm a G. I got this. So my first hit off of a bong, when I say I coughed, I swear I coughed for like 30 minutes. And then I threw up. And I was so, so hot. And then we went to Taco Bell and ordered $60 worth of shit. I never had so many motherfucking quesadillas in my life. Like, and I didn't even eat them all. That was the thing. It was just, I just had them. And Lord, Lord, I didn't smoke for a while because I was just like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. And then I got one more story for y'all, and then we're gonna head to the next question. Listen, I'm gonna shout her out, and she's probably gonna cuss cuss me the hell out. Tierra Johnson, 
I love you, boo. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yes, yes. That's our, that's our little cousin. Um, yes. <laughs> listen, Tierra decided she wanted to hang with the big girls one day, right? Oh, boy. So she's like, Cuddy, let me come with you. And I'm like, all right, cool. So my homeboy comes, scoop us up. We go to my best friend Corey's house, right? So we in the basement and his basement getting high. She's sitting on this washing machine. I'm over here standing in the corner and she's like, she's higher than the kite. And this is her first time getting high. She's like, y'all remember that one scary movie? And we was like, what scary movie? She's like, it's called The Run, The Run. And I'm like, The Run? I ain't never heard no movie called The Run. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, you know which one I'm not She's like, you know, the one with the girl come out the TV like this. I said, bitch, you mean a ring? She's so hot. She's like, oh, all I could think about was run when I seen it. I was like, oh, God. Why? Like, I, man, listen, I'm like, we got to get her unhigh before we take her. Mm-hmm. And then on the way home, like my homeboy had his window, his girlfriend bust out his window. So he had plastic on his, his back window. And we still in there trying to get, you know, Chief Keith. And we back there like this. She's smoking like this. Girlfriend burned down plastic. The plastic then melted. Man, listen, that night was crazy. She going to kick my behind. But that's my next question. <clears throat> Is there a way to reduce your high quickly? Because... I let me tell you. Yes, yes, it is. When some when you high and you really, really high and you good and you mellow and somebody get on your motherfucking nerves, uh-huh, kill that shit quickly. Or something happens. Like if you riding and smoking and you get pulled over by the cops, that's gonna kill your high too. So but quickly. I don't think it's that way with edibles because my kids were jumping on the bed, they were jumping edibles, on weed, yeah, I don't they know was about right edibles. in know. one of them threw each other through the wall, and I still was just high as heck. Girl, yes, my daughter threw my son through the wall. I'm, I'm, and I'm just sitting here high, like watching it, like it's fight night. <laughs> high to the kite, literally looking at me like, you gonna do something? He's like, I swear, like he was talking though, but I didn't see his mouth moving. <laughs> he was talking to you with his mind. You heard everything. Oh, and wow. that was another thing. I thought I had exp. Oh man, <laughs> hey, ESPN, Whoa. not EXP, and girl, EXP. Yeah, no, ESPN kind of better. It's the, it's the joke. Wait, the joke. ESPN is better. ESP, it's for Mean Girls. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Girl, I've never seen that movie. No, what? get oh, on. Get the freak on. It. Go. I, I, it's already gone. It was on Netflix. I don't even know if it's if it's still there. I don't think it is. Oh. <sighs> Yo, so let me move on to the next question. Because we was on almost two hours last time. So my next question is, where the hell can we find a marijuana doctor? Because I'm just wondering, like, if you get a marijuana card, will you be able to smoke weed and still get hired at jobs? Is that a thing? I don't know. If you have a card? You can't get... The thing is, you cannot be uh, impaired during your work. work. But you can still get a job? Yes, of course. If they're if they're legal states and you have the card and you and it's prescribed to you, you have to use it as a prescription, meaning you don't overuse and you only use what's needed, not what you want. So but if you if you go if you're if they give you a sample, they give you your, your prescription, your prescriptions only do one per day, mm-hmm. and you go around and you do five, then you are abusing the prescription. 
That's oh, so wow. Cool. Wow, I never knew. And, I don't have confidence on marijuana doctors, but I can take you to your local weed man. And <laughs> and then the other thing no is, if you work in like emergency services, if you're part of like uh, first response, they have a policy in those states. You know, if it is, it's you can't do it. It's like drinking; you can't do it twelve hours before your shift. So you well, have they know. They know. sound they of mind and you can't have any type of impairments. If you're impaired before you go to work, you'll be terminated on spot. And that's they treat it like if it was um, alcohol, they treat the marijuana like alcohol okay. or any other drug that tells you may cause drowsiness. So, yeah, I have a, my next question is, do you guys think weed is stronger now than it was in the 1970s? And the reason why I ask this question is because in the 1970s, them motherfuckers was out here like really tree hugging, nothing wrong with it. But like they was, they, I don't know, like the people from back then, they were more peaceful, I think. And they just didn't seem like they had a clue of anything. Did the weed, did the, was the weed stronger then or is it? I don't think now? it was more that it was stronger. I honestly, no, I don't think it was stronger. I don't think so. Like my mom used to like smoke in like the 70s and like the 80s and shit. And it was more like, she didn't say it was strong, but it's like you got more for your buck. Like you could give them twenty dollars, and they're gonna give you. Oh, okay. you know, like, exactly. like they had more blunts to roll back. Then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, because I was trying to figure it out because I seen all these hippies back in the day, and it'd be this one guy, long hair, look dirty. Didn't look it's like they probably like, smoked like five blunts before they even went out. Well, hang on, the that that doesn't really. If you just went like this, and that's twenty dollars, that's equates to about. If you adjust for inflation, a hundred and twenty pound bag. Oh, here we go, Mr. Dutton. I mean, $120 bag. Sorry. It'll be a bag. Uh, musically, me said that was LA. Why would I be so motherfucking technical? Why? Why? <laughs> right. Because you got to adjust for inflation in the 70s. Right. Like, was milk LSD? was like, what, a quarter? Jazz. So, my mama said that she would give somebody LSD? 30, like, well, 30 to 40 dollars, and she could get a envelope, like, a long you know envelope. How much 30 to 40 dollars is worth today? From back then, nothing like, you go to if you're getting some gas or some zas. Well, I mean, I'm talking about <laughs> shit, so in the 70s, in the 70s, before they had the the crisis with the with the, acid. The fuel crisis. Said that we had acid in the back, um, in the back of the day. LSD, LSD. is acid. Mm -hmm. I can believe that. What the they, hell? they went like this, went bloop, and they were they were balls to the walls, seeing sounds and and uh, hearing colors. Hearing colors, that's a yep. beautiful thing. Hear the colors and see the sound. Okay, hear the colors of the rainbow. Okay, listen. All that, all that. So another question I will have. Um, so being a mom of six kids still in the house, uh, what would you guys do if your children came to you and they wanted to smoke weed? Um, would you present them with one smoking or trying edibles? Um, and the reason why I asked this, because like I said, at the party, uh, I did not, I wasn't cool with my son going into that party just around, you know, a bunch of weed that I didn't know where he got it from. You know, like we don't know what people putting in weed nowadays. Nowadays, fentanyl, crack, and you still hear people talk about lace blunts and stuff. At least if you purchase edibles through uh, a store or someone that you know, uh, I wouldn't purchase it outside of the store. But would you guys feel more safe with your children doing edibles than smoking weed? No. Me personally, no. No. 
Like, I mean, my mama always told me, like, if I was to go somewhere where somebody was, like, smoking or something, it's like, if it's already rolled, don't hit it. You know what I'm saying? Like, have them roll it in front of you before you hit it because they could have laced the shit before you even got there. That might be cool for them, but not for you, so. I mean, if Ivy wanted, I mean, if Ivy came to me and said she wants to smoke, we, we going to sit down here, we're going to smoke this blunt together, and you're going to, you know, determine, I guess, if that's for sure what you want to do, what you don't want to do. That probably sounds bad, and somebody probably going to judge me, but, I mean, there's motherfuckers out there. No, no, I, I'm, <laughs> you know what, back in the day, I would have judged you, I would because I'd have been like, what the hell, I'm not kicking it with my kids, but then I presented with that issue with taking my son to that party, mm. and I was like, Dang, I'd rather him be at home in a more controlled environment because you don't really know what's going to happen when your children is somewhere else experimenting with drugs and you don't know how they're going to react, especially being their first time or so. You know, right. like I said, I passed out. Like, luckily, I was with all my cousins, but you know what? Fuck them because you know what? Those bitches laughed at me. Excuse my language. They laughed at me. They did. They laughed at me. It took for my best friend to call 911. And I got to the hospital and they told me, um, Miss Gray, smoking is not for you. <laughs> and then um, the third time um, I tried it, I thought I seen ghosts. And then my cousins had an intervention. Let me not say F them because I love them because they did have an intervention. I would never smoke weed with you because I'm be like, what the fuck? Like, yes, I am the worst person to get high with. Listen, no, it, it, listen it was all my cousins. And let me tell you, they're weed heads. <laughs> They had mm -hmm. me in the dining room at my one cousin's house. Had me at the table. They said, listen, you can't smoke with us no more. Hell <laughs> no. Nah. Because, like, I'm not, like, I'm not tripping. Like, maybe I had, like, telekinesis, kinesis, Lord, telekinesis, because, like, I went to go sit down and that chair flew from underneath of me. And I just, bam. And I'm like, there's ghosts in here. Someone's trying to kill me. And or maybe your no legs hit it, and that's what made and it. You move. didn't realize it. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> mm -hmm. now that I think about it, <laughs> some years later that could have happened too. <laughs> I mean, but dang, like I was, I was a pencil back then. So like me just trying to sit down, I can't imagine it. Just you know, just maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, we ain't for you, dog. Yeah. yeah. Having bipolar and then being a weed head was not definitely for me because it's you're it's already a struggle when you're bipolar because you're already tripping naturally. And I'm not gonna say tripping yep. naturally. And yeah. so then you're high, like my cousin standing next to me um at the freezer and she's like dancing with me and stuff. And in my head, I'm high. I'm thinking I'm like, she's trying to fight me. I'm like rocking, like she wanna fight. And I go tap my other cousin, like, she wanna fight me. My cousin, like, what? And so they all surrounded me, like they had the hands on my shoulder, like. You know it's bad when we we had start praying for you <laughs> and then that's why I am not a weed head and I don't do drugs. But. Yeah, my hypocrite ass is gonna say no to both. Now, explain. I'm going to explain. If the child of mine does not have a medical condition to where that's prescribed to her, recreational use is a no go because what you can do with recreational use is abuse it. And I'm not for drug abuse because I've already done that. Yeah, but I, I think with marijuana is different, though, because um, I've never heard of no one trying to sell their kneecaps for marijuana, you know, or trying to pawn their cats for marijuana or, you know, marijuana is just not that type of drug, you know, where it's just like, 
Because you always, with marijuana, you always got friends who got weed. So you could be a leech. You're able to be a leech. Because we had that one friend who was always trying to come around. And this. I had one of those too. So I think it's different with marijuana. Other drugs, you don't like crack pills. A lot of people don't abuse those things. So it's harder to find people who do that. So that's why you're going to be fiending. But marijuana's like, oh, I can go to my Cuddy's house. Or it's a cookout in a black neighborhood. Everybody got weed. It ain't so- hard to find some crackheads. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's definitely not hard to find some crackheads. You go to Share, New Cali, all over there. Even though, even though, mm-hmm. y'all just, you just gave all these examples. Mm-hmm. Again, it's treated like if it was medicine. Would you go and just take like 30 pills of Tylenol PM? It ain't gonna get me high. I'm gonna have a. I pop thirty. That's gonna be my think last. About time. It. No, no. Just even though. Just think about it. Like in context of like, pres- think of it as if it was prescribed to you. What would be the amount that you would need in a day to help you just be level? If that number exceeds what you would do an over-the-counter drug, like something you don't need prescribed to you, would you take more than what's needed to, for you to just subside whatever symptoms you have? If you do that, you'll practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying, B, with Tylenol. I don't think Tylenol is a great reference. I would say, well, like, I'm just saying, any prescription or, medicine or like, or hydrocodone. Like, I have prescriptions for hydrocodone, and I will only take what I need it because. Wait, 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 you had what now? Hydrocodone. Yeah, coding. Yes, I had to have it during my pregnancies because my headaches were so bad. Like, when when were you prescribed this? Five years ago. Yes, well, all my pregnancies. Oh, do you still have? Do you still have them? No, um, I don't. You, see, I'm <laughs> making it sound like I'm interested, but let Actually, me tell you, no, I, I wow, that's something that. Oh man, I love that one. When see, I was pills, see, pills is in my forte because I don't know, like I don't like things that I can't control. Like I can't control <laughs> being high. You know what I'm saying? Like once I'm high, I'm like, no, I want to come down. So if I can't have control over like my functions. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be high. Some people, they can handle that. Me, yep. I can't because I already have issues. Like, you know. Right. Well, that's, so, that's, that's the joy of being pregnant. You get all the good drugs. Because when I had Ivy, when I said they gave me all the best drugs, that. Hey, Shaka. Hey, Shaka. I, I don't know. So for me, it was like. No, it, it made me feel worse. When they gave me that epidural for that C-section, when I say I feel a thing, like, like I had what her at like 10 DMT? o'clock in the morning. It is DMT. Like, Y'all be knowing all the drugs. I don't DMT. know that shit. What the hell is a DMT? I want to try, damn it. Is, he trying to say? is that what he's trying to say? I was thinking about Diamond Tat. With he's probably saying damn it. <laughs> I want to try it. Shaka from New York, you know, knows drugs in New York. That's what he means. So, we got 10 minutes left in the show, guys. And let's go ahead and get to the trainer corner with the Lord D. So, we get through it. And because I don't want to be long in an hour. And, our daddy, we just held you hostage. You over here, you like these people crazy as heck. I am a little bit crazy. All right, let's go to the trend. Wait, hold on. Oh, That's the drug that releases the on your brain while you die. What the fuck? What? Yo, Shaka, you in a dark uh, place right now, homie? Nah, you okay? you need a hug, dog? Like, you need us to go over there? You want to be on the brink of death? Uh-uh. Bro. 
That sounds like you bombing fluid. Put two periods in the damn comments if you in danger, dog. Like, <laughs> summer, summer, always, you gotta take me there, don't you? This dude, the, what? He need a direct access to us. How are they learning about this stuff? Like, is there just the street corner where you just learn all the uh, illegal shit? Like, listen, Google, in New York, man. it probably is. Like, Google. That's those motherfuckers, I be walking around with trench coats full of shit to sell. So, I mean, hey, listen, I got that crack. <laughs> okay. I got that neat mat patty wet. Literally. Like, if people say that, that stuff is fire. They got business cards, hot dogs, puppy <laughs> for you, that fucking jacket, and everything. Like, you said, no, people say that shit fire. I know. What? You know what? That brain probably be on fire a little shocker. Right. We got to get to the trending corner, homie. <laughs> Wait, Mike, Tyson, Mike, Tyson. Mike Tyson said, I called the pit when I tried it. <laughs> you know why he's like, you know, Elijah Mike Tyson, he out here eating people ears and all, talking about eating people's kids and stuff. We ain't listening to yeah. Mike. No, I'm going to fuck you in the ass. Okay, your ass on me. Eat your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he gave him the biz, man. He gave him the biz. So we're going to get through this really quick. We have the trending corner with your girl, Allura D. So today's trending corner. When two residents became aggressive and attacked him while he was driving his white Mercedes. I was I was driving a little bit like I wasn't supposed to be driving like that. A guy tried to a guy ran in front of the road, hit my car with a cone, threw a rock through my front windshield, and I knew something happened. He and his passenger told deputies they feared for their lives. But y'all want to smash the window? Smash the window? Yeah, he did, didn't he? You smashed the window, huh? Deputies arrested those two residents, 61-year-old Howard Hughes. He's charged with property damage, criminal mischief, and battery. 52-year-old Donald Corsi, charged with property damage, criminal mischief, and throwing a weapon into a vehicle. The arrest report blacks out what the suspects told deputies that led up to this showdown in the street. But in a 911 call obtained by Fox 35 News, you can hear neighbors accuse the teen of speeding. No respect. This is a neighborhood where little kids play. Please. And you come running out here like you think you're a race car driver. Fox 35. So that happened about two days ago, and that was in Stanford, Florida. And that is the same town that Trayvon Martin was killed in by George Zimmerman. Go ahead, Jess. Can I start by saying that he held his composure pretty well? Because I promise you, I would have been in jail for beating up two old white men because you got me all sorts of fucked up. Like, you got me all sorts of fucked up, period. Like, that's just, that's not even cool. Like, he held that very, very well because it's like by the time the cops would have been there, them two old men would have been laying on the fucking ground somewhere and that just would have been that. Like, and I would have had to fight their kids, grandkids, dogs, everybody. I don't even care at that. But it's like, that's respectful. Can we can we all go back to the video where he's slowly speeding through the neighborhood? 
He I is. I want to see that very slow speed through. He wait, no, he did. Right? I seen the video because they they slowed it down, but he did. It wasn't speeding like how they made it out. Like he was race caring. He he went to go pick up his friend who lived in the neighborhood. And as they're exiting, it's like this turnabout thing. Yeah, oh, the, uh, roundabout. Yeah, yeah, the roundabout, and they went fast around the roundabout. I'm not even gonna lie, I'm thirty something. Every time I see a bend, I'm like, woo, you know. So. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I do if it they all said time. speeding, they probably had it like they were exaggerating it, but they were. People they really in were. neighborhoods oh, act they funny. They, I would have caught both of them motherfuckers right upside the head. You got they were jelly. They probably were driving Chryslers, and they saw Mercedes Benz. No, those rich, those, those rich white people. Uh, well, I'm saying they're driving Chrysler's. They, they take, those rich white folk are tied up in the homes that are eight million dollars. Oh, that's true though. So yeah. they probably driving Chrysler's and, and Chevys. You know. Well, I bet you Howard and whatever the other dude's name is, they don't do that shit no more. They're in Volvos. They were driving Volvos, like yeah. 1980 Volvos. So, um, uh, our daddy, do you have anything you want to add to this? What do you think about this video? How would you hold your composure if you were in that situation? Um, oh, I couldn't put myself in that because I don't know I like if I could have. Um, <laughs> mad respect to it, though. Mad, mad respect. Seriously. Um, I mean, it's a sick world we live in, so mm-hmm. I mean, you deal with ignorance every day, every day. So, I mean, I respect another man when they're able to hold their composure, period, with that. Yeah, um, ooh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with holding my composure with that stuff, but. You never know you in that situation too. So. Especially, yeah, especially in with because uh, with the with the news station left out was he was threatened with a gun by another man who walked away. So there were actually three men, but the other one I don't know why he's not arrested. So those two men, I believe they, they got arrested. The third man, he had a a gun permit. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's actually. He true. did have. He said he had a permit to carry okay. the gun. Maybe but, that's why. But it's still like this. This is a 16 year old. Every one of those kids were underage, and it was like I don't know. If you, see, they didn't play the the video where there's a there's a Karen in the background. You don't belong here. We don't want you here. Yeah, something something like she. I would have knocked Karen yeah. ass out too. Okay. <laughs> I would have been laying people out left and, and right. They're like they're like kidding. telling her to be quiet and like because the thing she said, she was on the line of saying that word that might have had got her buried. But you know, <laughs> but. But they had kept telling her to be quiet. But I'm looking at these men, these older men, and this young boy's face. And I, I stopped to think, and I'm like, if this man was at least six, seven, a little bit bulky, they wouldn't have been in his face like that. They like to try. Probably would have shot him. They like to. What? They would have just called the police. They would have just called the police. The, the kid said that he, he, his, he, he pulled in front of him. And um, I'm like, this put me on the mind, the mind of a mind Aubrey all over again. And I'm just like, okay, so did we not just watch these men get prosecuted for not minding their business? It was easy to call the police because I understand why they were upset. The kids shouldn't have been speeding through the neighborhood. Right. I agree that was wrong, but at the same time, teenagers do dumb stuff. I just told you guys I was 19 doing dumb stuff like smoking weed, you know? So. Yep. <clears throat> I'm about to go to that same neighborhood as Speed, and I dare them to try that because I'm gonna put them all on the top of my car. Well, there are some people who are supposed to be going to walk in that neighborhood and making people in that neighborhood feel very uncomfortable. It was just the fact they say, "Yo, blown here, boy." Yeah, you. It was just like, okay, it, it's not about the speed; it it's about the color. You didn't want about, to yeah, and in that what fact that he was driving a Mercedes Benz, I'm telling you, they don't like the people like that. 
have that mindset that if they see uh, a disc- they want something they want to discriminate against and it's living better than them, they will hate. Or living what, at equal to them, they will hate. But what these white gonna people, hate. No, but so what these white people got to realize in 2022 is that we as our ancestors, we ain't about to go for that shit. Like, oh, we ain't about to go for that shit at all. I don't even think it's, I don't even think it's about like, you know, the, the tone of the skin. It's privilege. It's, it's, privilege. it's, privilege, it's the privilege factor. I believe that they think that they're above it all. That's why they don't think <laughs> twice. And it's, it's not enough people being prosecuted that's of the fear of skin. That's so when you start prosecuting yeah. these people more for yeah. going all the way out there, ways to make people uncomfortable. If Zimmerman would have got convicted, I promise you, those people would have been thinking twice before they made it mm. into someone else's face. Nobody. If Ahmad Aubrey's killers, if it didn't take so long for them to get um, convicted, they would have thought twice. Nope. It's the fact that these men know that they have money and money talks that they can talk to these young boys like that. But they wouldn't have talked to no grown men like that because they would have been in fear of getting their wigs. Well, the ones with Amar Arbery, that really, they money didn't help them out that much because they were. Well, they friends. they was they didn't have no money though. They, they was, was friends there. with the mayor of. Brian. You looking friends with the mayor and still be broke? I know rich people. I know like three millionaires. But you know when you know people I'm like that, they, you know they think like, oh, you know, I could just ease my way. Shut up! Getting punched in the face. Something. Yeah, <clears throat> but kudos to that young man for taking well, out his well, own. My my thing, I'll believe in the justice system when they prosecute fucking Hunter Biden. The minute that happens, they they're doing their job. We're not talking about Joe Biden. Fuck him. Huh? We see because this because admin. rich white men are getting away with murder, right? Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, who said get our daddy? Give me your info so I can post it. Can't see the chat. Oh, ty- can you see the chat? Like the messages. Just tell yes. um, I can see. yeah. Go ahead, give them your. Yeah, type it in. If he's you basically can. telling us we're over an hour and we need to wrap it up. Wow, <laughs> he's playing the thing on Dave Chappelle show. Right. <laughs> Yo, wrap that shit up, B. <laughs> I mean, we can wind it down. Um. Oh, that's what it was called. Wind it down. Yeah. No, no, it's called the. The wrap wrap it up. It was what's oh, really called. Up. Yeah, it's literally yeah. called a wrap it up. Oh yeah, or Danny. That's Oh, she's in Jamaica. She can't. She can't say anything. She's over there right now. Oh man. But yes, but anyways, um, kudos to that young man. Why you type that up? Kudos to that young man for um, keeping his composure. Mm-hmm. And um, just be careful and mindful where you are because kids, teenagers are teenagers. They get cars, they get excited. And yes, his parents should give him a stern talking to us. His parents definitely should. But he didn't deserve all that he incurred. So what it could have been was, listen, young man, you're driving very dangerously. You should not be doing that because what these people don't understand, it doesn't take all of that aggression to get your message across to these teens because most teens will be respectable, especially if they already know they're wrong. And if you approach them in a manner where they can say, okay, I understand where he or she's coming from, then they'll be more inclined to listen, but don't just talk to them as if they're not people, as if they don't have ears, because most teens, they they, they don't want to be out here into trouble. They do dumb, impulsive stuff. I did it. 
you know, so let's be mindful and let's hope that um, they go ahead and get prosecuted to the full extent of the law. And the reason why I said that is because this is not their first time doing this. It's just their first time on camera. So go ahead and prosecute them. Let's let's let them get a lesson learned, and let's show the world that money does not always buy your ass up out of trouble. So <clears throat> I feel like, man, Jazz. Um, I feel like I got a contact. Pass that ginger ale. Pass that. Pass that. And drink some ginger ale and lay down. You'll be okay. Girl, Damn. Lay down. Damn. Ew. All right. So with that, we're gonna go ahead and uh do our send off again. You guys can catch the no, trying to line me down, sir. Yeah, you can okay. catch the Loring Hour podcast. <coughs> um, I thought this was hard. Hey, we already running over an hour. <laughs> Leave me alone. Okay, y'all right, y'all right. <laughs> It's only um, five minutes. Arthur Candy Kim said they weren't trying to send a message other than stay the F, the F away from that here. Was, exactly. That was the main message. That's what they were right. trying to do. Intimidate. They were trying to intimidate him. <laughs> Man, we'll just come way. and walk all through that neighborhood and walk on lawns, too. Don't play with us. Whoa. You know they're getting mad when you, you know walk the, on that You know the, 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 the care. I'd be doing the lawn looking nice. All right, no, for real, though. Let's get on track, though, for real. We'll be getting off track. All right, so uh, our daddy, I just want to thank you for coming on. We so appreciate your time, and um, you learn over here with us. We never stay on topic, or we never stay on time. Whoa, we're horrible. We we definitely have a great producer. We just don't listen to him. <laughs> basically, basically, I gotta live with him, y'all. Chill. Yeah. You gotta live with him. We we get off track, and then he's there saying stuff, and you're still <laughs> saying stuff, and I'm saying stuff. <laughs> so thank you for coming on, our daddy. So, um, our daddy's information is at this on the bottom of the screen. So it's art underscore zaddy on Instagram and Facebook. It is art daddy D A D D Y. So Instagram y'all is zaddy because you know it's Instagram. So you gotta be extra on Instagram. Can I shout out my uh, fiance as well? Okay. Um, my yeah. business partner. Um, yeah. both for ladies and gentlemen, if you guys need skincare, um, any problems with like eczema, stretch marks, any of that. She does uh, body butter. She does all natural like uh, face scrubs, everything. She does lashes. She has bonnets. Uh, please tap in with Lady Nay's Place. Lady Nay's Place. And you can probably find her right along. Anytime you go to Art Daddy, you'll see any of her stuff right next to mine. So Spell that for Lady us. Nay's Place. Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> it's Lady, regular Lady and N-A-E. Yes, uh, that's so lady. Like um, that's lady, and then two Y's and nay. So lady nays, and then place. And you can go to ladynaysplace.com. Um, and it's the same uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, everything as well. So she do yeah. like body butters, or yeah, not body butter, yeah. but like the sugar scrubs and all that. Yes, she does like the sugar scrubs. Um, it's all homemade, all organic, all natural. Um, it actually helps uh, like treat the skin. Um, we use it on on our, our kids as well on their mm -hmm. eczema, and I have eczema as well. So um, oh, there you go. That's all. Awesome. She has beard oil for the guys. She has hair oil. She has a, a oh, lot. Good. So please, please check in. Check in. Do you do like the shampoo and stuff too? Because that's um, hard to come by. Oh, she has a. A facial scrub. I don't know about a beard, a beard shampoo. Mm. I will put I don't that know in if I want to get a facial. How about this? You, me, you inbox Birdman 
I mean, I'm sorry, Art Daddy. You uh, Birdman. <laughs> uh, inbox me uh, her info, and I'll go ahead and I'll advertise her on here because I have uh, another friend of mine want me to advertise his sister. So what I'll do is I'll do it professionally though. So I'll make like a little flyer and put it up like how we just transition. That way we can get her out there and put yours out there. Thank you. So that's Thank that's what we do. Yes. Yes. Look at these young people out here making this money. It is here to be made. It is out there to grab. So let this be an encouragement to everyone. Whatever your skill skill, I swear I ain't high. Whatever your skill set is, take it and use it while God has given it to you, and it is still coming through you. Because if you do not use your gift, you will lose it. Take that. Keep on perfecting it. And do not be afraid, because over here we talk on fear all the time. Do not let fear stop you from taking something that is a natural skill set of yours and earning yeah. money. Believe in yourself. Sure. Believe in your brand. And we are out. This has been the Lauren Hour Podcast. Thank you, guys. And we finish and we done. And we finish and we through. I'll tell y'all. I'll tell y'all. I'll tell y'all. <laughs>